What's up, everybody? Welcome into the special live episode. I guess they're all live to us, but uh, yeah, this live- is the first time we've had a podcast in which I'm staring at you with sunglasses on. That's true. We are live from summer camp. Special episode here over the summer of the How Not to Be a Youth Pastor podcast. Which is important to mention because if you hear random noises behind us or kids who want to bomb in our podcast or a golf cart just drove by if you heard that and are listening on your AirPod Pros, all the good stuff. You'll just know we're at camp. This would be the episode. You know, you got like AirPod Pros, uh, different, different earbuds where you can get that surround sound. Yep. Uh, setting on this would be if any there's any episode to do that this would probably be it i was lobbying to do this like on the blob that would have been that would have been not like on the water yeah wouldn't have been feasible but would have definitely had that camp feel ambiance you're one one misstep away from a really expensive equipment replacement that's for sure no we're super excited to be here uh, here in august it uh it was hot earlier this week but it's cooled off a little bit which i appreciate um, but we're, we're here to kind of talk about, uh, just our summers, catch up a little bit with everybody. We missed our listeners. Uh, I don't know, or they missed us, but, um, something like that. And, and we'll talk a little bit about camp, uh, on this episode as well, because, uh, you know, not every church goes to camp, but it's, it's something that is done in youth ministries all across the United States for sure. Probably all across the world. Uh, our, our loyal international listeners will have yeah. to let us know on that one, but yep. Uh, you know, so if, if you don't go to camp or if you do and just want to hear, uh, the perspective of a different camp, uh, you know, each one is run a little bit differently. So we're going to share a little bit, uh, about how ours is run. But before we get into that, Derek, uh, quick question of the day, what has been the highlight of your summer? You know, it's funny. You, you gave me this question to look at, and I probably could have thought about this more in depth before we actually hit record. Um, but honestly, if I, th- I think for me, this summer, I've just had a lot of great time with my family. Uh, we've done a lot of nights just hanging out like in the sandbox with my kids. And uh, my wife and I actually went up to northern Minnesota. If you're from around Minnesota, you'll know where I'm talking about. But if not, if you're, if you're thinking of the state of Minnesota, there's kind of like the arrowhead on top of the state. If you kind of like go up on the eastern part of that arrowhead, it's called the North Shore because it's the entire drive up there borders Lake Superior. And so we got a couple of days away, just her and I, just to go see the scenery up there. And it was beautiful. And time away from our kids is always enjoyable. We love our kids. I literally just said that one of my highlights was hanging out with them. But I also love just one-on-one time with my wife. And so uh, it's it's been a great time, honestly, just to hit the pause button and just spend quality time with my family. Oh, yeah, Yeah. for sure. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to go with my highlight being, uh, my wife and I actually, well, we, we've had a lot of highlights this summer. Um, you know, two mission trips, uh, here at summer camp, got to travel around, visit some family, but, uh, my wife and I are, are expecting our, yeah, you our are. first, Woo! uh, <laughs> we, uh, she, my wife is pregnant. Uh, we are expecting our first child, uh, here in January. So, and will uh, his middle name be Derek? Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe we'll have to have, uh, like a wager on the podcast. To, I, I believe you lobbied to, for us to name our, our kid, their first name, Kyle. So that's true. I did. The middle name is much more respectable. Yeah. Well, it's less respectable or maybe a harder ask if it's a girl. <laughs> I don't know that Derek plays both ways, but you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I also have to get the wife on board. That might be 
yeah. uh, harder. Yep. Um, we, I've been talking with a couple of youth pastors though. Like when, when you are in youth ministry, uh, when you are a teacher, like that'd be another similar one. Yep. Uh, there are names that just kind of get ruined for you. Uh, and, and come off the table, uh, when it comes to naming your own kids. So, Correct. uh, we'll see, uh, we'll see what happens, but now we're, we're really excited. Uh, looking forward to, uh, parent life, uh, coming up here in January. So it'll be fun. Can't wait for you. Yep. man. It'll be fun. Um, all right. So we're going to talk about, uh, camp here today. Uh, kind of what this camp looks like, maybe, uh, some other options of, of ways to do things. Uh, we are to give a little bit of a background, uh, both of our churches are a part of the assemblies of God denomination and the way that the, the AG is structured, uh, Minnesota is a district, uh, of the AG. And so the state of Minnesota district has a camp that they own. And churches, AG churches or non-AG churches uh, can sign up as well to come. They put on four different weeks throughout the summer of teen camp. And so they do a, the first week is for junior high kids. The second week is for a combined six through 12. Yep. Uh, The third week is senior high. And then the fourth week is another combined week. And so we are, we are here from that fourth combined week uh, which they used to do two junior high and two senior high. They, they brought those combined weeks in for the youth pastors that are maybe part-time or not paid at all by their church. Well, uh, even, even when I, when I think about you, I mean, you've been on two mission teams this summer. You know, if you were gone for another two weeks for yeah. camp, I mean, that's, that's a month of your summer that is completely tied up. Not that we, it's not enjoyable, but you know, when, when you do, have other things going on. It's nice just to have one week instead of two. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It, it makes your summer a lot more busy uh, yeah. for sure. And, and if you are part-time at your church or you're just a hundred percent a volunteer, that's, if you have to go to both weeks of camp, that's two weeks of vacation that you've yeah. got to take from any other jobs that you have. Right. And so it's a great option, uh, to have for, uh, you know, youth pastors to, uh, to still have that experience with their kids at camp and the youth pastors can still be here. Uh, but, but having that flexibility, all the other one that I've heard from some youth pastors is that their kids, uh, they've got a smaller group. And so there's a lot of relationships between the junior high and the senior high. And so I I've seen that as another really big win, uh, to have those kids all together. hundred percent. And I think, you know, for me, what's nice is, um, just, just a cool thing that I love, just a shout out to our Minnesota district. I mean, there are 800 some kids here at this yeah. week of camp and they've had roughly those same numbers all week long or all year long. And so, you know, roughly 3,200 kids to come and hear about, hear about the Lord. It's just, it's so fun just to, we're, I know we're going to talk about camp in, in a, in a deeper sense here, but if you've ever just considered if, if something like this is worth it or, you know, maybe you're like, oh, I don't even know how to organize this or where to go or what to do. Like it is worth the effort. Uh, your your kids make so many memories. You, It's such a good way of we have kids here this week who, you know, maybe haven't been super comfortable or are unsure about coming to youth group. But coming to a week of camp is such a good on ramp for them to come and be a part of it. And so, you know, it's just. I know we're going to talk about it in, in depth, but I'll just say as an overarching theme as we go through here, it's worth it. Camp is such a good experience for you as a youth pastor, but then also for your kids in, in every sense of the word. 
Yeah, absolutely. So let's get started, kind of dive into uh, just the routine of camp life. Uh, here at, uh, at Lake Geneva is, is the name of the campsite that, uh, that we are at. Um, and so we have, uh, we are here Monday to Friday, uh, get here Monday morning, leave Friday about 11 or 12 o'clock. Um, and there's kind of three main, uh, sections to your day uh, here at camp. You've got the services. We've got a morning service and an evening service. Uh, they have rec time. Uh, you know, every, every single kid that is here is placed on one of eight color teams, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple, pink, and gray. And so thank you. It's really just the rainbow plus gray. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. Um, and so we, all, all the kids, 800, 900 kids, uh, get divvied up into those color groups. And then throughout the week, those teams, color teams are competing against each other, uh, for the right at the end of the week to be crowned the, uh, the camp champions. Um, and so there is absolutely no monetary prize to it, but, uh, many, many kids go through their entire middle school and high school years coming to camp every year and they never win. So to be the winners, uh, is definitely an honor. Um, I, I don't know about you, Derek. My very first year that I came to camp as a uh, as a counselor, uh, our team won, and I have not even come close wow. since. That that that's pretty that's pretty deep. It's, it, it feels good when you when you do it does. bring home that, and you get to walk home with like some candy, which is always an enjoyable. Oh, that's prize. right, they yeah. do. Yeah, they mm-hmm. do give out some candy. I forgot about that. Um, so yeah, those are kind of the three main. Uh, oh, and then just. Camp life is yeah. the, is the third one, right? Uh, you know, you, there's plenty of free time here uh, throughout the day, and so the opportunity to like the, it's on a lake, and so you know, going down swimming, they got the blob, they got like kayaks and paddle boards, stuff like that. They've got the gaga ball pits, uh, different volleyball, basketball, all sorts of different things that that you can do, or you can take a nap. Uh, there's plenty of Which, those kids uh, as well. Well, and leaders and for leaders. sure do that. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And so, uh, let's start. Where do you want to start, Derek? Any of those three pique your interest? Well, I'll talk about rec because I, so that's true. Derek's, uh, Derek's got the inside track here. Yeah. So, you know, Kyle here, he is one of the head counselors this week, this week at camp, which means he gets to deal with all of the, I put out fires. Yeah. It's basically like, what like happens. Big and small all week long. Um, and so he, he kind of rocks that out, but I'm on the rec team. So, uh, we basically are, are in charge of setting up the games. And so like when I say games, I'm not talking about, because I think so many times, at least when I heard of like church summer camp, there's this misconception that like you're sitting around a bonfire, there's a guy with a guitar, you're eating hot dogs for four days straight, and like you just sing Kumbaya all the time. Like that—that that, <laughs> That is not at all what church camp is, or at least how we do it. And so like these are insane games. I mean, uh, today we had a uh, a boom lift with three industrial foam cannons spitting out foam with uh, three 100 foot tarps with with soap and water, and they yeah. had to crawl through mud. There was that. We had you know pool noodle hockey. There's all this kind of crazy stuff that we do. And so for rec, uh, like Kyle said, it's it's a series of random games and challenges all week long for for points. And so you know we do a we do a morning rec session where we just do games inside the the sanctuary area. But then in the afternoon we do outside games, which is really really cool. Yeah. And so you know it's 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 one of those things where uh, it, there's all kinds of crazy stuff going on. But 
it's yeah. super, super fun and you know, we enjoy it. And, and the, the least amount of kids that we send to the hospital, that's, that's preferred kind of the target goal right. here. But uh, we usually do send a few cause it's, yep. there's 800 I think one, kids. I'm and, pretty sure one went today. Yep. So it happens. Uh, but no, it's, it's super fun. The rec game, the rec crew does a great job of, of coming up with some games. Uh, I, though probably my, one of my favorites, it's a classic youth ministry game, but the, uh, the Swedish fish yep. and having a bob for Swedish fish and get them in your mouth while there's a bunch of actual minnows. Swimming yeah. Around. So oh. you, the, the, the game is for those who are unsure. You basically have like those, those totes, like the skinny short totes. Yeah. They're, it's pretty shallow. Bed. Yeah. And then, so you, if you fill them with water and put like, you know, 10 Swedish fish on the bottom of them, and the kids have to put their hands behind their back and bob for Swedish fish. But just before you start, you add, as Kyle said, the live minnow. So as you're bobbing for Swedish fish, minnows are swimming around your face, and it always makes it for some excitement. But, yeah, I mean, the whole purpose of rec, um, you know, and in a camp setting is just to get kids excited um, to understand that obviously we get deep during the services, but just to have some fun competition and get kids excited is really the main goal. Yeah, absolutely. And so they do... Um you know, we wake up and we got breakfast in the morning. Um, we've got rec, uh, a rec time in the sanctuary at 10, I think it's 10, 15 or 10, 30. Uh, and then immediately from there, they go into a service in the sanctuary. The other rec time is in the afternoon after lunch. And that rec time is much more geared toward like it's outside, much bigger games, probably some like, you know, water you're going to get yep. soaked or mud or something like that. Uh, and so there's two different rec times, uh, this, this camp, uh, one of them's outside, one of them's inside, uh, give a little bit of variety and, and there are not, a, there's not a single rec game that's like, yes, you have to be involved. Right. Yep. We're forcing your participation, man. If you want to, if you want to come and just watch, that's great. Uh, we do want you to be over at the rec time Correct. because we can't just have a bunch of random kids Walking uh, around, wandering around camp, but that wouldn't be good. But, uh, having all the kids over there and then if you want to play, you can, uh, is, is a really, really good way to do that. Uh, I like that. And so, uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of how, uh, you know, Lake Geneva does wreck here. Um, it's super fun again. And, and having a winner at the end of the week is always fun. Uh, the rest of kind of camp life, uh, is, is pretty relaxed. Uh, you know, they do, like I mentioned, they've got Gaga ball, they've got outdoor and indoor basketball courts. They've got an indoor climbing wall, the lake and the lakefront and all of the activities that come with that. Yeah. Uh, different water stuff. There's there's really a nice variety, yep. uh, which I think is important. Uh, having a lot of options for kids without, uh, you know, making it feel overly structured. Correct. Like there's plenty for me to do if I want. If I want to just sit around and talk with my friends, I can do that too. Uh, I, I like the balance that's that's there. Well, and it, it's so fun to see the creativity because you have some kids who will spend the entire week, hours at a time, playing Gaga Ball, and that is it. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, but at the same time, like, I also, as you know, walking around the last few days, some kids brought hammocks, and they're just, like, sitting out in front of their cabin just reading or, or napping or doing something. You have some kids who are swimming all the time. Uh, there's, like, an indoor coffee shop, you could say, where they have carpet ball and foosball and that kind of stuff. So, you know, there there's just so much to do, and it, just, it gives these kids space to to just kind of hang out and just do do their thing. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean that, that camp life piece is pretty simple. Uh, I, I do always love every year, um, 
you know, we've got obviously three meals a day in the, uh, in the dining hall yes. and you get kids that will line up, uh, for oh, a meal, like hours, upwards of an hour, hour and a half, two hours in advance and just sit outside the doors hanging out. Uh, you know, that can be, that can be kind of interesting. It's to say commitment the uh, to the highest degree, which is just yeah. bizarre. So yeah, yeah, it's rough. But yeah, if, if you get to hear what's going on, so Kyle is, is doing very, very important things in his head counselorship. So he's there's always a job to do. <laughs> you're good at that. You you just take charge, and and normally as a good podcaster, I would just come up with something on the spot to fill that gap. Come but on, Derek. I'm sorry, I'm just off my game. I'm, I'm rusty after not doing this every week with you, dude. I yeah, I miss it, man. I know. It's, I'm it's looking forward fun. to getting back. But yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, I think the last part that I think it just is really cool about camp and and. Is obviously the services, right? I mean, they're just, it's so cool to be able to, what I love about camp is that, you know, obviously they normally bring in a keynote speaker, you know, someone who's gifted in communication and, and, and has a lot of good stuff to say. But I think on a, on a deeper sense, it's not just better preaching. It's more so just there's space for kids to encounter God in a deeper level. You know, like in, in a normal youth ministry context, you're meeting from 6.30 to 8. You're meeting from 6.30 to 7.30 or, or some variation of that. And so your your days and services are very structured, whereas here at camp, like they're building in time for kids to sit at the altar and to pray and just to have a time of reflection. Yeah, you can have, you you can stretch it to two, two and a half hours, right. three hours pretty quick, yeah. pretty easily. And some of the kids, for sure, you know, it gets long for them and they're like, I just want to go to yep. bed. Falling and, asleep in yeah. the back pew. Yeah, which, which definitely happens. But, you know, there are kids, and I can speak to this as a personal note, you know, they're, they're just something special about having that time yeah. carved aside. Like it's, I look back at some of the most defining moments of my life and, and how God was moving and shaping me. And it's what he spoke here. You know, it had nothing to do with the, the speaker necessarily, but it's everything to do with, I I put the distractions aside and just sat and just yeah. waited for him to speak. And he did. And it was powerful. So, you know, there, it's just, there's a lot of uniqueness to being a part of a summer camp that you just can't recreate on a normal Wednesday night and it just really creates a cool space for your students. Yeah, it's it's awesome, you know, the opportunity to, you know, push into worship a little bit longer, uh, you know, messages that can go a little bit more in depth, uh and, and altar time that can, you know, you can sit there in that altar time a little bit longer. Uh, you know, it really can when when it's stewarded well, uh it can create a deeper opportunity for students to connect with God and, and for some of them, a new opportunity yeah. uh, to connect with God. And, and Derek mentioned uh, kind of that, you know, getting rid of distractions uh, piece to this, you know, one of the unique things uh, that, that Lake Geneva does here is that they do not allow any campers to have cell phones, yep. uh, which, uh, you know, the kids uh, kick and scream about for the first, you know, 12 to 24 hours, typically, like trying to make bargains with their counselor to get their phone back and everything. Well, things, some but. kids have gotten so smart and so experienced that they will actually bring burner phones. So they bring like an old iPhone and put a case on it and say like, oh, okay, fine, you can have my phone. But they then they like... It's the old Dwight Schrute hiding a, an audio device in Jim's office where yeah, he like has the, in the decoy duck. of the duck, but then secretly he has like the pen in the cup holder. Yeah, it's 
the, the kids get really creative with it. Um, you know, I, this, just this year, I had some students that, uh, put their phones, they brought a plastic bag, put their phones in the plastic bag and then like dug a hole in the ground and buried their phones. No. Uh, like, you know, three inches under the grass to try and keep their phones. Uh, but the other, you know, the, as youth pastors, right, it, it helps to some, sometimes have that deviant mind so that you know uh, what students do and, and how they try to uh, hide things so that you know how to think to capture them. Uh, you know, there was, there was one time where I put a post on Instagram midweek, uh, you know, after we had supposedly taken everybody's phones. Yep. And then I just looked and saw, you know, I put it on my Instagram story and then you can go in and see who saw it. And, you know, I caught quite a few kids uh-huh. with their phone that year by doing that. And so you, you can come up with some pretty good tactics to, uh, to make it work if you've got some stubborn kids. But, uh, I, 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 the more that I see it, I become a pretty big fan of, you know, students not having their phones and it's really, there's, there's no distraction. You don't have the kid that just has their head buried in their phone the whole time. Uh, it's really, really well done and, and I enjoy it for sure. Yeah. And it's as a youth pastor, you kind of have to push through that, that discomfort and you have to push through the things that are, are not super great because it's, it's, they do put up a stink and they, 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 like you said, they literally kick and scream sometimes. Uh, but like it is, it is just super, super helpful to be able that. And you know, it, the benefit to that, at, which probably goes without saying, but, you know, the benefit to having no phones is that they truly are just focused. You know, they're, yeah. they're, they're not, they're not worrying about, you know, it, cause it, when we think of distractions, it's not just a matter of they're physically on their phones, but when they're engaged with the outside world, their mind can go other places, you know, like if, oh, my boyfriend didn't snap me back today. So like, is, is, is something going on? And all of a sudden now they're not engaged in the service or yep. whatever it is. I mean, that that's just a, a, a petty example, but it just really kind of helps the kids be present and it forces them to spend time together doing things like to, to go and, you know, meet new people and, and do things instead of just sitting on their phone in their cabins, just scrolling TikTok. It just, it's, it's super, super good. And I, I really hope they stick with this for years and years, just this no phone policy. Cause it, it helps so much. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, that's, uh, you know, looking ahead for us here, uh, you know, that's, that's kind of what camp looks like for us. Um, and, and, you know, great thing about Lake Geneva, like, yes, they do these four weeks of youth camp. They've got kids camps that they host, uh, like family camps that they host different retreats. Uh, it's not just, our denomination. It's owned by our denomination, yep. but there's other groups that, that'll come and use the campgrounds. Uh, you know, great staff that, that works here. And so it's, uh, it's been a lot of fun to, to be a part of it. Um, and, uh, looking forward to many years in the future. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. We'll see how many more, uh, times Derek is, is up here at camp with his, uh, lead pastor role. Yeah. But, it, but it, it, it's funny because I, I actually just genuinely love being up here. Yeah. And so I think even if I'm not necessarily bringing my students, I think just being here to observe from a 10,000 foot view is mm-hmm. something that I would enjoy. But yeah. And, and we also, I'll share too, like Derek mentioned, like he was, his role here this week is, is being a part of the rec crew yep. putting together these, these awesome games. And, and my role as a head counselor is basically just to kind of support all of the other counselors that are here, like they're the ones that are really like in the groups with the kids, 
uh, making a lot of the connections, praying up at the altar. The head counselors can kind of be a resource. Uh, if you've got a student that's kind of giving you some trouble, uh, if, if you have to have a tough conversation with a kid, you know, the, the head counselors can come in and kind of be the bad guy, yep. uh, which allows, uh, the relation it's, it kind of allows the relationship with like maybe the youth leader or the youth pastor and their student to remain intact. If we have to be the bad guy to help out your relationship in the long term, then we're more than happy to yep. do that. And so, uh, I, I like that setup and, and we've got camp nurses here. We got a whole bunch of people helping out to make this week happen, but yeah. Yeah, and if you're ever like unsure of of what that looks like, and, and you don't have to strictly be an Assemblies of God church to come here, like we have a lot of non-denom churches who are here, and so if you ever just have more, you know, ideas or, or questions about camp, like we'd love to answer them because it's they run a tight ship up here, like not in a, in a strict way, but they just. They've thought about a lot of the details. And yeah, and when you're doing it for as many years as they have, you kind of get into all of the right rhythms and stuff. And so, uh, yeah, how not to be a youth pastor at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you and, uh, you know, answer any questions camp-related or otherwise. Yeah. Um, but uh, before we, you know, break off here and take another hiatus rest of our summer before season two here, uh, we do want to... Uh, just kind of give a a little bit of a teaser uh, talking about season two. Uh, you know, we'll we'll definitely be having some guests on. Yep. Uh, on in season two, uh, we we do have you know one of one of the episodes that I I kind of teased I think at the end of season one was talking about salvation calls uh, in it's gonna in be a youth deep services. That I'm really excited for that one because Derek and I uh, are growing more and more passionate. Uh, about how youth ministries and churches in general do so, kind of facilitate salvation calls, and so uh, that'll that'll be really interesting. Uh, the other episode, I haven't even talked to to Derek about this one. I don't I don't even remember if we've had this conversation. But uh, I one of the questions that I'd love to turn into an episode, and and we're not going to have an answer necessarily on this one, but asking the question like, can a church or can a youth group be too big? Uh, you know, is, like is there a point where, where this be, this size becomes a problem? And so, uh, just, you know, from a logistical standpoint, from a pastoral standpoint, uh, just, just an interesting question. Uh, and we might have a few more of those in yeah. season two as well, where, uh, we're going to ask a question and kind of talk about it. And we're not going to end the episode with a concrete answer, uh, get a little bit more abstract in season two here, but, uh, I think there's there's a lot of these conversations that uh, you know churches and youth pastors uh, could have and, and maybe should have, but they don't because uh, either they don't have anybody to process with, or it's one of those things like, yeah, we don't question this, we just do it. Yep. Uh, and Derek and I have never been huge fans of that mentality. Yep, uh, we want to have a purpose for what we're doing, and so right. uh, we're excited about that. I'm excited to be back, man. Like honestly, it's. I've been so, so impressed and just like thankful for people who have reached out and said, Hey, like I actually listen. So like, are you guys coming back? Like, yeah. That's that just been cool to, to hear. And like, we mean it. I know we kind of just playfully jab in there, but we seriously would love to just kind of approach things that you guys are passionate about or wondering about. It doesn't have to be, even if you're like, I don't know if this would be a full on episode or something, but I would love to even include like some segments here of fan mail or fan questions, even if it's like a little segment where, you know, we answer your questions on a five minute basis before episodes or something. Um, like we, 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 we just, we want to be helpful to you in ways that are direct to you. And so reach out if you have those, because there's, there's no telling we, we went into this blind and we're, and we're getting more experienced in this and 
like you said, have multiple times, we plan to be professionals from the moment we hit record on the first episode. Oh, yeah. For sure. We're only becoming more seasoned veterans at this point. Absolutely. You know, one of the other ones that, that I think about, uh, we, ha- we had somebody reach out to us uh, from down in the, uh, I believe, the St. Louis, Missouri area, and a uh, youth pastor who was just starting a youth ministry, kind of like, hey, how yeah. do, how do how do how do you start something from scratch? Yep. Uh, so that could be that could be a fun episode for for season two. Yep. Uh, you know, he and I went back and forth a little bit uh, over email, but that could be a fun episode as well. Yeah. Uh, to to dive into, there's a whole host of topics we haven't touched yet. We're not going to run out. Uh, anytime soon. But if you guys have ideas or questions for the episodes, by all means, please uh, reach out. We'd love to and, we'd love to talk and about subscribe it. to us so that you so you get that notification as soon as we come back for good. And you absolutely. Know, it, and you know what? Uh, I was looking into it because right now we are on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Yep. Uh, season two. I don't hold me to this. But it's possible that season two might also be coming to iHeartRadio. Wow, uh, to, to their platform. podcast. So I, you know, I I thought about it and I was like, I don't know that anybody listening really cares because because if you're already listening to us, we are not on iHeartRadio. Right. So you're listening <laughs> on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. You know, so you're you're. What are the odds you're going to switch to iHeartRadio in you order to listen know. to our our podcast? You know what? Actually, the other thing that I'll mention here before we close out. Uh, I was talking to one of our students, uh, one of my students that was listens to our podcasts on a pretty regular basis. And uh, on Spotify, you know, there are two ways to listen. You can listen with the free version of Spotify, or you can listen with the premium version of Spotify. You pay, you know, ten bucks a month, and uh, you don't have to deal with any of the ads. Well, she's a high school student, so she's uh, poor and broke, and yep. is not going to pay for premium, and so. She was uh, kind of laughing one day because she was listening to it. She clicked on our episode, How Not to Be a Youth Pastor, and Spotify threw an ad for an alcohol in Perfect. front in front of our I love it. In front of our podcast. She was like, Man, I don't know what the algorithm said that uh, <laughs> the people listening to this podcast need this alcoholic beverage ad, but uh, we got a pretty good kick out of that. I love it. It was pretty funny. So you mean we're not a we're not sponsored by Bud Light or something like that? No, not yet. Still waiting on some sponsors. Right. Uh, Bud Light could be a problematic one, uh, but uh, we'll see. You never know. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. Hey, we uh, we really appreciate you guys hanging out with us on this bonus episode live at camp uh, here with us. Uh, we are so excited. Uh, to be coming back for season two. Can't wait to hang out with you guys. But on that note, uh, Derek, I think it's about time you and I go and uh, yell at some kids and maybe just crush all their hopes and dreams in Gaga Ball. Goodbye. Goodbye.